When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Welcome into the Lounge Podcast, presented by DraftKings. The Ravens suffered a brutal 17-10 loss in Pittsburgh. Ravens found just about every way possible to lose this game. It, I said after the Colts game that this was that that was a very frustrating loss. This one might have taken the cake from that one. Just they literally dropped the ball on an opportunity in a game they really uh, should have should have blown them out. Sorry, I didn't even intro intro you, Cassie. <laughs> This is Ryan, as usual. I'm here with Cassie Calvert stepping in from Garrett for Garrett uh, because Garrett is in Pittsburgh traveling back. Can't really record while you're on the team plane. Uh, Cassie and I were watching this one from home, uh, like many of you out there. So, yeah, we got the uh, pleasure of quote-unquote enjoying this one from our our couches. Uh, I'll say this. I dropped way more F-bombs than I ever should have in front of my in-laws. I was watching the game at their house. That wasn't good. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Fun day. I don't think either of us are envious of Garrett and Cliff on the team playing back right now. That's no. it's, This is never a fun one, especially um, on a day like today. And I think that it's probably for the best that both of us are watching from the safety of our homes and not in the press box where everyone can see your in here in Mink's case your reactions <laughs> to this game. Um, and yes, no, we will we will not be recording a, a podcast like this on on the team plane. I don't think that would go over well. I don't think that would be a good call. No, no. Um, all right, so Cassie, let's jump in from the top here. Um, you know, the frustrating part of this was that I thought the Ravens came out and and looked pretty darn good. But it it didn't take, you know, overall, like you're like, all right, we're playing well. Defensively, playing really well. Offensively, moving the ball. But drops from the get-go really kind of doomed this offense in in what should have been a blowout, I think, really early in this game. That I I, I mean, I think the Ravens could have won this game in the first quarter. It, It could have been pretty much done with the way that the Steelers offense is struggling. You have boos from the Steelers fans early, loudly, chance, boos, and, like, the Ravens had a chance to just stop, just choke them out early in this game and literally dropped it. Zay Flowers drop on the opening drive should have been at least, would have been in field goal range, should have had three. Next, next drive, get a touchdown. Following drive, you're in the red zone, uh, one one off Mark Andrews' hands. That wasn't a gimme, but one he could have made. Could have made that catch. Then you have uh, Rashad Bateman with a gimme. Drops that one in the end zone. That's that's. So you have to settle for a full field goal. That's four points. Another to say Flowers drop. Nelson Aguilar drop. That should have been a touchdown in the second half. Fourth quarter, Zay Flowers falls down when he's behind the Steelers secondary. Who knows what he could have done with that, but it would have been a huge game. Lamar Jackson fumble. 
Lamar TJ Watt recovers the ball. Lamar Jackson fumble. Um, yeah, I'm talking specifically the drops. We'll, okay. we'll get to the okay. other mistakes. You don't want to go fumbles yet. <laughs> We're starting with the drops. What do you make of the drops? I mean, what do you even do with that? I don't know. And, you know, to your point, there's so many missed opportunities there. I mean, this team has been so efficient and successful in the red zone so far this season. And it's so unlike this offense to be in the red zone, to have two opportunities at touchdowns there, the Mark Andrews um, and Rashad Bateman passes that you you referenced. Um, if you're Greg Lewis on the sideline, I don't know what you're saying to your guys and it's it hasn't been a problem that so far this season and I don't necessarily think that it will continue it's interesting with like weather not being really a factor you know in the Colts game we saw some fumbles but the the conditions were wet you know it was a dry clear day in Pittsburgh like you can't really blame it on on weather being a factor and it was just you know you see that sometimes from like one player specifically and like you know maybe they mm-hmm. kind of have like a yip situation but to see it across the board like that really odd and unexpected and then you know it's kind of contagious yeah I mean, it was like exactly. it was like a disease you're getting a case of the yips and then it's it's just from across multiple guys but even without you know just one or two of those we're talking about a different you know, setting yep. up the game very differently, especially in the second half. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I mean, the crazy part is I saw this stat during the game that from Pro Football Focus that the Ravens were one of two teams in the NFL who did not have a single drop through the first four weeks of the season by a wide receiver. Zero. And then this game, you have five, I think four by wide receivers. Sure. And so, you know, Kind of to your point, I don't expect that this is going to be like something that carries over. You can't let it. I mean, they're I'm sure they're going to be on the jugs machine in London. However many, roll them all in. Whatever, however many jugs machines you got in London, bring them in, right? And so, I'm sure they're going to be hitting those. But like these guys, you know, I don't know what it is. I have faith in their hands overall. Zay Flowers, you know, first game rookie in Pittsburgh. Mike Tomlin. You know, obviously cursed him, clearly, with his comments this week. His very flattering comments obviously put the hex on him. Um, I don't know what kind of voodoo Mike Tomlin's got going on, but (laughs) there's something. Um, And, you know, I don't know. I don't know whether it was a rookie kind of the circumstances and the environment. You know, like Lamar Jackson said this week, like this game in Pittsburgh, playing Steelers is different. Lamar Jackson said it pretty clearly this week. Like, it's just different, different vibes. Maybe Zay Flowers felt that. I don't think so, but I don't know. You're grasping at straws for when you're trying to answer the why of why there are drop drops. You're just grasping at straws, and sometimes, as much as it you know stinks, there is no explanation. Mm-hmm. That's how I felt this whole ding dang game. Like I cannot explain this. I cannot believe this is happening. Yeah, and these are guys that obviously like we don't expect that from. And you're talking yeah. about Mike Tomlin's comments about Zay. I, this was the game I wanted him. In the end zone, you know, burn Patrick Peterson after he makes his comments this week, calling him a, you know, we'll, we'll keep our eye on that little munchkin. I, this was the game I wanted Zay to really mm-hmm. have that huge Raven Steelers moment. Um, and unfortunately, yep. that was that was not the case. Yep. And, th- I mean, the Ravens defense was balling in the first half. The Steelers, like we said, the Boo Birds were out. They were getting nothing. Nothing. Uh, then you have... Really, the you know besides the drops that we talked about, you know you you had a chance to go up fourteen to nothing if Rashad Bateman or Mark Andrews hang on to that ball, probably ball game from there on out, quite frankly. And then uh, 
Justice Hill, you know, you get another punt. Justice Hill fumbles near midfield, uh, gets just gets hawked from behind, which really stunk too because I thought Justice was having a great game. Mm-hmm. Had a touchdown run, mm-hmm. like made a spin move to get a first down, was playing great, and then gets stripped from behind. And, you know, we've seen ball security continues to be an issue for the Ravens and just coughing the ball up. It I, Again, kind of to the drops point, what do you do? I'm sure they've, after that Colts loss, you know, high and tight was preached. I know for a fact it was preached. And, you know, credit the Steelers for guy for making a play, but you, you just can't put the ball on the ground. You put the ball, you turn the ball over like that, you're going to lose a lot of games that way. Yeah, I think this was another case, like we talked about after the Colts game, where the Ravens beat themselves, or, yeah, beat themselves. Like, yep. You know, I saw someone say on Twitter after the game, they're even to be five and zero. <laughs> they're playing themselves every week. Um, nope. But it's they're three and they're three and two, but should be five zero. They beat themselves twice. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, I think we talked about this too. Like, I mean, they're just clearly they are the better team, and so you let like one or two of these opportunities goes the other way, and it's a different ball game. A hundred percent. That was that was the other thing that was really annoying me. The broadcasters being like the Pittsburgh Steelers defense is like yeah. and sure they made some plays late, uh, when we were to our backup backup right tackle. Um, but like give me a break. I mean, it was the Ravens offense was coughing this up. It wasn't like the Steelers defense was playing that great. I mean, the Ravens were dominating them in yards at halftime, dominating them. And so that that was killing me too. Uh next thing that was painful. At the end of the first half, let's just go through. Let's just keep ripping off band-aids here, Cassie. You ready? All right. You I love get... reliving all of these moments. Put your brave face on because I'm <laughs> ripping band-aids. <laughs> um, all right. End, end of the half, Ravens marching down. They're in field goal. They're in range for what would have been a 40-yard attempt by Justin Tucker. Uh, instead, they go for it on fourth down and don't get it. It was fourth and two and uh, an incompletion. John Harbaugh, obviously on the sideline, looked like he couldn't believe what had just happened. Turns out he explained after the game that the intention there was they only put the offense on the field to run out the clock. They were going to try to – they were going to run out the clock, basically. Maybe you draw them off sides, whatever. I don't know if their intention, if they were hard counting and trying to draw them off sides or not, but they were going to take a timeout and kick the field goal. So that was the intention. They were in a no-snap situation is what John Harbaugh called it. And Tyler Lindbaum thought – that the Steelers encroached, went into the neutral zone. For that reason, he thought he had a free play. They were going to get a, f- a five-yard penalty for a first down. That's why he snapped the ball. The flag did not come. There was no penalty called, and Lamar Jackson was not expecting a snap, and thus the incompletion. Just, you know, it, just a miscommunication is what they called it. Really just kind of a misread of the encroachment, or I don't know. Maybe there was encroachment, and it's just bad luck that it didn't get called. I, I don't know. I'll have to watch that back. But anyway, you slice it, just a tough turn of events. And not a lot of time left on the clock there, even if you do get that playoff. So, you know, there Right, gonna... even if you get the flag and you get the free first down, you have maybe 20 seconds Great. from the 18. So you have a couple shots, two, three shots maybe at the end zone. And so the risk-reward there is not really worth it probably. You have that field goal, and you have that touchdown missed opportunity that we talked about on the drive before. That's 10 points right there, and that's the game. Yeah, I mean, right. You, you kick the field goal. I'm assuming Justin Tucker's going to make it from 40 yards. You're up 30, 13 to 3. 10, you know, you're feeling in, at halftime like, oh, my gosh. 
so many missed opportunities, but this is still a two-score game. Right. The Steelers' offense has done nothing. You still feel, okay, we're in good position to win this game, really good position. And now it's still 10-3. It's like, all right, they're hanging around. They're hanging around. This is not what you want. And you're feeling not good about how that whole thing just played out. You just let points slip away from you. So moving on to the second half, Steelers' offense still doing nothing. Punt, punt, punt. Ravens' offense starts to struggle a little bit more, too. Punt, punt. And then you're getting ready to punt, and disaster strikes. Punt, block. Safety. Almost a touchdown recovery for the Steelers. You know, we talked about... I'm not, I'm not like, going to be overly concerned about the drops moving forward. I am concerned about the special teams' performance because we've seen a trend now. Mm-hmm. It just has not... We're used to a very high standard of Ravens special teams play, and it just hasn't been it this year. It hasn't. It's They've had too many pivotal moments where it's really cost them. You give up a punt block deep in your own zone, it, you know, leads to two points and a free kick. Then you don't have good coverage on the free kick. It's been a problem. Yeah, and, you know, last week in, at Cleveland, the Ravens talked about how they played good complementary football, and that was just not the case this week. You know, you need the special teams play, especially in a game like this where there have been a lot of mistakes on offense. Like, good, solid special teams play can really carry the Ravens through in some of those moments, and that was just not the case. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's tough to see. Um, all right, so the Steelers come back down, field goal. It's a 10-8 game. You know, the Ravens get a sack. They drove him out of field goal range a couple times, A, which was, you know, Arthur Millette had a sack. Patrick Queen, I think, had a sack. Um, So defense kept balling out. You hold them. They come down the field, a nine-play, 49-yard drive after they had a a return of 24 yards on the free kick that basically put them at midfield. Uh, Jalen Warren started to kind of heat up. But you hold them to a field goal. All right, it's still 10-8. to eight. Ravens punt the ball away. You're thinking, oh, my gosh, it's about five and a half minutes left. All of a sudden, the dark clouds break. You get some sunshine through the clouds. I mean, I'm thinking the fo- there is no football guy anymore. All of a sudden, redemption. They cough up the ball deep in their own territory on the punt. Ravens recover. Kevon Seymour. I thought he was going to run it back, quite frankly. Did did it not look like, I mean. His teammates were all, like, around him. And I honestly kind of felt like they pulled him down. I'm like, that's just, what like, I'm back saying. up a little. Give him some room. He's running. There's really no, like, Steelers immediately in the area. I'm like, let him Can go. we call a holding penalty on our own guys on that? <laughs> They're literally wrapping him up. I'm like, I understand you're trying to, like, protect him, protect the ball. But, like, let Kevon go into the end zone. That's kind of what I was <laughs> See, I said the same thing, and they were like, what? What? yeah, my father-in-law was like, no, well, considering everything, you got to protect it. Considering what's going down, I'm like, That's just fair. let him run That's in the end zone. Anyway, um, Ravens still got the ball at the seven, Yeah. right? I mean, first and goal from the seven, this has been the best red zone offense in the league, 80% conversion rate, and... Gus Edwards for three. You try a crafty little shovel pass to Mark Andrews that they sniff out loss of a yard. Then the interception. Uh, you know, Odell Beckham's – I feel like it's one of those moments where you're like, we got Odell. This guy is going to make clutch plays. This is why you brought Odell Beckham to Baltimore in part, right? Guys got big-time ups. Like, we all know Odell and his ability to high point a ball. 
this one nit. Uh, you know, not a great pass by Lamar, which sucks because Lamar had been playing such a great game, had put the ball in the Ravens' hands with, I mean, the Nelson Aguilar play, you know, that could have broken the game open in the second half. That happened earlier uh, on in the in the half. Now Lamar just leaves one short, and you have Odell Beckham with Joey Porter Jr., a guy. It's, it's a jump ball fade. Porter's got several inches on him mm-hmm. and goes up and makes the play for an interception. The very last thing that you can afford in that situation. Yeah, you can do anything but throw a pick right there. And Lamar Jackson's out after the game. He's just trying to make something happen. But you you miss out on an opportunity to capitalize on that huge turnover by Kevon. You don't get any points out of it, and instead you lose the ball. I mean, you you kick a field goal there, a chippy, it's mm-hmm. thirteen to eight, right? They then they still no, I'm sorry, no. Yes, thirteen to eight. I'm get I'm getting mixed up here. Then at least they have to score a touchdown. Yeah. Right. I mean, you're forcing them to score a touchdown, which they haven't done all game. Their offense hasn't. It 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 did not look like the Steelers were going to reach the end zone. Right. And so, but of course, they do. I, I guess I shouldn't say that because <laughs> now we had an eight play, eighty yard drive and a forty one yard touchdown pass uh, to Pickett. So Pickens uh, from Pickett, and you know, I'll get I'll give the Steelers some credit on that. Like, good throw by Pickett, mm-hmm. good play by Pickens. Play. Got behind Marlon Humphrey in his first game back. You feel for Marlon. Had been playing a pretty good game to that point. Mm-hmm. But Pickens just got him. It's one-on-one. You had a shot over the top. The Steelers were going to take those one-on-one opportunities. Pickens is a he's a good, very good receiver. And he beat Marlon on the play. No ifs, ands, or buts about it for the game-winning touchdown. Um, I, I mean, just a, a brutal, brutal moment for Marlon and the defense after playing so well almost all game long. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Well, and Pickett said this week that in those moments, I mean, we all know that's who he's looking for. And you just have this feeling that that's one of those plays that they're going to cycle through in their Raven Steelers highlights of the Steelers post every time we play them. And we're going to see that one for for a while. But it was it was a nice, nice throw. Nice play by both of them. Yep. You saw the back shoulder. Really, the that play like the Steelers made maybe five plays all game long. Mm -hmm. Uh, The back shoulder throws were really giving the, the Ravens pickings hit several of those toe tappers i will say that that's something in practice cassie that you and i both watched was the ravens and individual drills knew those were coming practice had a specific drill that was different from other weeks that i've seen to work on breaking up that back shoulder throw you know some fell incomplete more were completed you got to tip your cap again good throws good catches on those they're tough to defend that they just are and the Steelers executed on those. They didn't execute on much else, but they 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 hit those, and that was part of the problem. And then just over the top, you give up one big play over the top. But then you're set up for a situation where the Ravens also have the same opportunity to drive down the field with what one 
117 left on the clock. And exactly. In a Ravens-Steelers game, 117 on the clock, two timeouts remaining. You should yep. be able to drive down the field and make a play to win that game. Well, I honestly thought, and I wrote this week, that you know, this is Lamar. Lamar's needs its Pittsburgh moment. He needs a Pittsburgh moment. You know, he struggled against the Steelers. He did not today. Let's just say that. Like the whole Lamar, you know, hasn't played well against the Steelers thing. Okay, the interception and and the fumble. Like you can't take those away. But for the most part, like Lamar did his job. He he put the ball in the right spots. Receivers drop balls. Like it should have been a blowout before that stuff even mattered. And or happened they shouldn't have been in that scenario because of the way that Lamar was playing quite frankly and I thought minute 17 set up for that Lamar moment let's go this is going to be the whatever Torrey Smith TJ Hushmanzada next iteration of that and you know the Ravens pass protection just down the stretch was a, a major problem and of course you're facing you know gotta give them credit these are two really good pass rushers for the Steelers maybe the best in the league in TJ Watt Tough assignment. Patrick McCary goes down with a chest injury in the second half, early in the second half. Now you're down to your third string right tackle, Daniel Falele, second year player. And that is a tough assignment against TJ Watt. And yeah, it turned out to be just that. I mean, it was it was not the 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 pressure basically just combusted, just broke the Ravens offense down the stretch. Yeah, when you see Odell Beckham Jr. and Lamar Jackson trying to bring down T.J. Watt after he recovers that ball, then my heart was like in my chest, like or my throat, excuse me. Like you, I was a afraid that one of them is getting hurt trying to bring him down. So there's a silver lining yep. that they both got out of that. But that's just something that you absolutely never want to see. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, the the fumbles. I, I you have to protect the ball. There's been too many sack strips, too many fumbles in the pocket. It, it's it's a problem they have to clean that up too i mean the offense like that's really the frustrating thing with the offense it's been kind of like you know texans game not great you know come back great game against the bengals really clean colts all the fumbles there come back great game against the bengals really clean and then another it, it was kind of a mixed bag like you played pretty well but again just not clean you know the drag as todd munkin likes to call it and and you feel like if the offense can get past some of these turnovers and these just bugaboos, like just killing yourself, it can be really good. And that that's, what's so frustrating. Um, you know, you compare it to how the Steelers offense was playing and the schemes like not even comparable. Right. And yet they just keep shooting themselves in the foot time and time again. I mean, how many toes do we have left at this point? It's not a lot. <laughs> and it is week five. And I will say like the one thing that does encourage me is that like we're saying right now that they were the better team and that the mistakes were something, they're all things that are fixable. And so that does make me feel good going into the rest of the season that the Ravens can kind of control their own, they're making their own mistakes. They're not getting outplayed. And so when you can sure up those things, you know, and not beat yourself in those oper- those moments, then that like they then hopefully they will be able to finish those games. I mean that's what everyone said. All the players, Coach Harbaugh, after the game, you know, we have to be able to a finish drives and b finish games, close yep. out those key moments. Yep. Yeah. I mean that's really the thing. The Steelers made the the Pickens touchdown. They made like like I said a handful of plays to close out the game. The Ravens had a dozen chances. They could have closed out the game the first quarter. Like I've said, they had a dozen chances and really didn't make any of them. Right. And the Steelers hit on their very few. That's the difference. That's the difference in the game. 
right? When you have a better team, the Ravens are 100% a better team than the Steelers are this year. I think we're going to see that bear out over the course of the season. But you know what? Today, you, you got beat. You beat yourself. I should take that back. Rewind. You beat yourself. And they made those plays in critical moments to beat you in the end, right? You, they beat. I feel like the Ravens beat themselves for like three quarters, maybe more, three and a half. What do you think? Three and three quarters. You got to give your Steelers some credit. I think you're giving the Steelers half a quarter, essentially. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I think I'll give think them so. a half a quarter. Yeah, that feels right. Seems about. Yeah. Seems about right. <laughs> and unfortunately, it will be until, of course, week 18 before the Ravens see the Steelers again, this time in Baltimore. I do love, though, when the like late season rematch is at home and not on the road. That is a silver yep. lining. But I'm just like, of course, that game will have some meaning for one side or the other come week 18. And of course, it's always got to be the Steelers. Yep. Anyway, let's take a break and remind our listeners uh, that this week, the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the Baltimore Ravens, has a limited-time offer you won't want to miss. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code FLOCK. New customers can get a deposit bonus of up to $1,000. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code FLOCK. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER, and you must be 21 or older to play. So... All right, let's move it on. Let's roll it forward here, Cassie. On to London. We're going to be on this flight together bright and early tomorrow morning. Could have been a fun flight. Could have been. <clears throat> Could have been not going to be nearly as much fun. Ravens got to shake this one off. I mean, honestly, like, seriously speaking, you, you can't let this just, like, I guess you can let it linger. Like, you can let it fester and motivate. You can't let it fester and really just, like, bother you all trip long like just ruin this next trip and linger into a titans game that now you you know this is a big big game that the ravens need to kind of right the ship with i do kind of love the opportunity that this trip presents because you have the team all staying together for a whole week you know in london out actually outside of london so there's less distractions you know it's kind of almost like being back in training camp in a certain way, you're having mm. all the players staying together for a whole week mm -hmm. at the time. And so to me, this is a good opportunity for these guys to have those conversations. They're kind of like sequestered out on their own. You know, they're not going home every night to their families. You know, it's a good bonding opportunity, this kind of trip. Mm -hmm. And I think that coming out of a game like this, it's a big opportunity to kind of turn right the ship, know that you kind of have to like correct all of those things this week going into a game and you can't let the, we're across the world and another country, you know, the time difference, all of those adjustments that they'll kind of have to figure out throughout this week, but they will all be together, which is kind of a unique opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with that. You can, you know, the thing is, I don't feel like there's like a lot of mistakes to like hash out. Sure. Unquote. Sure. You know, it's just like, what do you hash out about a drop ball? You know? what do you what do you do um but like i agree with you that like maybe this is kind of a of mental restart kind of it's like this like opportunity to kind of just get closer and and sometimes the losses can bring you closer mm -hmm. you know that's just they can and so i guess the, the pause that's a positive spin i appreciate it cassie i needed that i'm I trying that. okay <laughs> And thank thank you for the therapy. I feel like this whole <laughs> podcast has been me going on a long rant about how terrible something went and then just being like, Cassie? The Venmo request is um, 
incoming after we get off of here. <laughs> My therapy isn't free. <laughs> very fair. Very fair. Thank you, Cassie, for joining me. Uh, if you haven't done so, give us a uh, like or a review. Make sure you subscribe. Check out Ravens Press Pass. If you want to hear what the Ravens said after this loss, instead of what we had to say, check out Ravens Press Pass podcast. We have a lot coming from London, including a live lounge episode in which we'll have Ray Lewis and Rod Woodson there. Good times coming in London, all right? We got to get past this one. Shake it off. Have a little tea. Just wash this one down with a little tea. Some crumpets. Some crumpets. My pinky's up already. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thanks for listening. We'll be back with you this week. Come <laughs>